franchise interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs who all want. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Dr. Sam Meisler, CEO of the Petwell Clinic Franchise Opportunity. The Petwell Clinic is a walk-in veterinary clinic providing excellent preventative, wellness, and sick care for dogs and cats on an on-demand basis. We're going to talk to Dr. Sam about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. Stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry, and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone, and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of French Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Dr. Sam Meisler, and Dr. Sam is the CEO of the Petwell Clinic Franchise Opportunity. And Petwell Clinic is a walk-in veterinary clinic providing excellent service, preventative, wellness, and sick care for dogs and cats on an on-demand basis. Hi, Dr. Meisler. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, Marty, and uh, thank you for having me. Uh, this is my pleasure. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today, Dr. Meisler? 
I'm, I'm calling from Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, oh, where we, uh, we started our first vet well clinics. That's fantastic. Maybe, you know, we've been doing the show now, um, uh, Sam, for about another 14 years. We're coming up on like our 750th show. And, you know, one of the things that we've learned is that, you know, every business or every franchise has a story. I thought, you know, maybe we can go back and you could talk a little bit about your veterinary background and, and really your inspiration for Petwell Clinic. Sure. Uh, I've been a veterinarian for, for many years and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my my source of inspiration for becoming a veterinarian uh, probably leads back to my childhood. I grew up in East Africa, around a mm-hmm. lot of uh, wildlife, a lot of domestic animals, and right. and just loved being around them. Um, wow. Went to vet school. Uh, there's uh, some pertinence to my story. In high school, I actually learned how to program, and this is dating myself. We actually <laughs> had to use punch cards, you know, right. to type in our code, <laughs> sure. hand them to the teacher, they'd walk them yes. to the university. But uh, that is important to the Petwell Connect story because we, we have our own software and, and that, that's part of the piece too. Right. But um, in the veterinary world, uh, I've always enjoyed doing everything from zoo work to even my first job was working with mostly Amish clientele. So I really enjoy right. this variety and openness and just doing a lot of different things. Um, and uh, that's that's kind of my background, obviously business background as well. Um, but that gives you kind of a, a background sure. of, of of where I come from. Did you know, um, Dr. Meisler? I mean, at, at a young age, also, so you knew, you know, you were drawn to animals. I was curious, you know, when I was reading about your background, you know, is did you know that you had this this entrepreneurship in you or in your blood? I, I mean, did you see yourself doing this? Um, at a young age as well is, you know, like one day franchising a concept? At at a young age, uh, probably not. I'm just focused on, I do have uh, a journal where I I think I wrote, I'm nine years old. I have like, you know, a tortoise, a dog, a hedgehog, (laughs) and I want to be a veterinarian. But the the entrepreneurship part came came later. Um, It it always fascinated me just uh, as far as uh, creating things and, and such and and then executing on them. That's terrific. How would you describe the Petwell Clinic uh, to a prospective franchisee, Dr. Meisler? I mean, if you were like at a franchise show and someone came up to your booth and common questions always, you know, what do you do? How do you typically respond sure. to, to the question? Well, it, it all goes back to our brand promise. You know, we're walking mm-hmm. to veterinary clinic open, open to you, kind to your pet. And right. from the franchise perspective, we're very scalable and it's a very complex industry, the, the delivery of, of, of veterinary medical care to animals. And we've removed the services that are very complicated and focuses, mm-hmm. focused on services that we can you know, deliver extremely well, right. but at the same time are pretty simple to deliver. Um, we also leverage technology so that clients can have that more human interaction with the team. So we use technology right. for items that will save time, but not at the expense of that human interaction. And also from the outside, uh, other than, you know, going through a, a hedge fund or opening up your own veterinary hospital with, you know, sort of your local vet and, and doing right. it on the local level, which is really hard to get into. This is a way to get sure. into uh, such a great industry from, from the outside. 
Your franchisees are, you know, your future franchisees that you'll be looking for, Dr. Meisler, I mean, will they have to have a background? You know, do they have to be a veterinarian or could they be an entrepreneur? I mean, how does that work? No, it's a great question. We, we are focused actually primarily on non-veterinarian multi-unit franchise operators. Oh, interesting. And we're looking at them from, you know, the first filter is uh, – from a values perspective to make sure they right. fit our values and then, um, uh, you know, how, how they operate. And we have, we have quite a few that have come in that are just great, great franchises. Uh, really excited okay. to, to be around them. That's terrific. It, it, it's interesting, Dr. Miser, because, you know, I've always, you know, not joked, but, you know, <clears throat> just observing the pet, you know, is I grew up with dogs my whole life, you know, and at some point, you know, I, I married my wife and she was very allergic to pets. So then, and then I didn't have a pet anymore. So, I mean, I have experience, but it's just interesting, you know, to watch the um, elevation of the, of the pet in society, isn't it? I mean, that you see, you know, people going into stores with their pets or the bank or, um, it, you know, in the old days, you know, I mean, I'm thinking back like when I was like seven or eight years old, a lot of times, you know, the dog would be in the backyard and they have the dog house and things like that. Today, I mean, you have dogs and cats even taking pictures. Like in, I had a friend who, who got married recently and she, she insisted that the dogs be in the wedding photos, you know, with, the family because they're part of the family. So it, it, it's interesting that, you know, the, the pet has certainly evolved in society, haven't they? Absolutely. And it's it, over the years we've, we've elevated the pet to um, being, you know, a member of the family as it should be. <laughs> so, right. Of course. Um, Absolutely. And, and my, my father is a great example of the evolution. Uh, he since passed away, but he grew up in the Bronx. He, mm-hmm. He never had a pet. Uh, he traveled a lot, so um, you know, early on we we didn't have a lot of uh, pets initially. Right. But uh, later in life, as he was retired, he he uh, got his dog Tiger um, in his seventies, I think. And oh wow! I would hear about Tiger literally every day. My my dad <laughs> would call me and give up, updates on all kinds of things that are going on with Tiger's digestive system, the whole bit. But so they're the empty nesters. They're the younger generation yeah. who are putting off having children until later. And um, and then people are just, for their families, it seems to be a, a big part of it. And COVID, too, has yeah. uh, obviously yeah. um, the, the pet ownership has just boomed. Uh, yeah, that, it, it, it's interesting, Dr. Mazel. My, my father also, he grew up uh, in the Bronx as well. You know, it's interesting the, the, the commonalities, you know, you and I have. But, you know, you, you mentioned COVID, and I, I think that's interesting because the theme last year of our show, of course, you know, we couldn't do a single show, uh, you know, without talking about, you know, COVID. I mean, maybe you, you can talk a little bit about, you know, how the pet wellness industry has changed in the light of the pandemic. Yes, uh, the you know COVID uh, essentially boosted demand way up, and a lot of the full mm-hmm. service hospitals are, are are you know they're they're trying to screen for the more serious patients coming in, and so right. they don't have time for vaccines for the right. ear infection and such. So that that's been very helpful to us. It was already happening a little bit beforehand, um, but uh, that that's just been huge uh, to to sort of accommodate the, the surgeon in, in, in pet demand, you know, right. or pet right. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it's interesting how you were mentioning too, uh, Dr. Meisler, that you know, I mean, during COVID, I'm sure that you know, pets were very helpful to people, weren't they? You know, um, you know, in, in getting them through that tough time. No, in, in in you know, working remote and being by yourself and yeah. your human human to human interaction way right. down, and the pets just there. And when you you know you're down or or feeling lonely, the 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 pets unconditional. Uh, unconditional yeah. love and such they're such great companions they also give people a chance to get outside and mm-hmm. take their pets for a walk and 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 see the world when when uh you know they uh were, were mostly confined so right absolutely i i think that's well said maybe you could talk about you know the, the benefits to uh veterinarians working with uh petwell clinic uh dr meisler sure that that's a big uh, thing we focus in on as far as uh, the the whole business model. Yeah. What we offer to veterinarians, typically veterinarians in the full service hospitals are very stressed, uh, and yeah. uh, with COVID, even more stressed. Of and course. I'm sure there have been a lot of veterinarians even dropping out temporarily. Um, but uh, veterinarians' typical day is they are everything. Uh, they are yeah. the radiologist, the dentist, the anesthetist, the surgeon, the wow. internal medicine person, and they're handling multiple patients at a time, and um, they're backed up. A uh, right. lot, lot of stress, a lot of pressure. It's pets. You know, people have uh, enormous uh, emotional bonds and things tied up, but there's also uh, very little insurance, so money enters into that factor. And their shifts are long. So what Petwell Clinic offers is a... Shorter shift. Typically, mm-hmm. we're open uh, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and it's on demand. Right. So they they service the pets coming in and they do it one at a time. We have a maximum of two exam rooms and a maximum of one doctor per location. So they do it one at a time, focusing on those patients and and just moving through. They're not trying to juggle multiple areas and they don't have to be that surgeon and the internal medicine specialist at the same time. They're really just akin to, you know, your family doctor. So right. your family doctor doesn't do surgery and all that kind of thing. So we're trying to bring that back. And uh, the vets that we have working for us are, are very, uh, I would say, very content. Um, yeah. And uh, a lot of stickiness to the job, you know, from the perspective of the, of the franchise owner. Once they find a veterinarian, they're, they're able to keep them. Right. Absolutely. And it sounds like, you know, some of the differences, you know, I guess, you know, Petwell Clinic versus, you know, other, you know, veterinary services out there, you hit on a lot of them. But I mean, I guess, you know, it's a walk-in too, isn't it? As you mentioned, Dr. Meisler, right? I mean, there's no appointment necessary for someone to come in. I mean, they could just basically walk in, can't they? Yes, that's a key feature. It's on demand. They walk in. And we try to make uh, the walk-in process as easy as possible for the client. So you can imagine, right. uh, you know, you're coming in with your dog. You can't always control <laughs> control what your dog right. or cat does. But, right. uh, you know, you get in line. You can get in line from home. Uh, we save your spot in line. So if, if you don't get there in time, you don't have to, you know, rush, rush to the sure. clinic. You can check in, step outside, take the dog for a walk, keep an eye on the line. And uh, it's a very open concept. Too, so the client yeah. in the waiting room gets to see everything that's going on, and it, it does make you feel as a client um, 
like you're part of the process and you see people working so you don't feel the weight, if there is a weight. Generally, our right. waiting times are, are very low. Yeah, that's interesting. And I imagine, too, Dr. Muzzle, that, you know, more people today, you know, we're talking about, you know, the past, you know, how uh, the pet is elevated in society, but, you know, that more uh, pet owners, I guess you said, you know, are, are concerned about, you know, that preventative, right? I mean, it, it's good to have your pet checked up. You know, I don't remember doing it so much when I was, you know, in the in the younger days of, you know, a lot of times you, you would take your pets to, or we would anyway, you know, when it, it got sick, you know, or she got sick. But, you know, today it just seems like as more people are focused on that preventative part of, of for their animals, aren't they? Yes, preventive care is, is extremely important. And, uh, yeah. Uh, client, clients are much more uh, educated on uh, what what they should have for their their dog or cat, and there are right. diseases that emerge. You know, flu, influenza virus for dogs is a newer yeah. thing in the last five years or so, and wow. there's a vaccine for it. And so, um, you know, there's just so many things that people just feel good about taking uh, care of their pets and keeping right. them healthy. So that's that's a key key part of the the the, the conference. Yeah. So. That's wonderful. I imagine you you have uh, hundreds of stories, you know, that that you've acquired over the years, Dr. Meisler. Um what's what would you say is the most rewarding part of 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 your work? Well, for me, um has a veterinarian, you know, at, at at my core. Yeah. Um I love the I love the human interaction. I mean, you have to become yeah. a veterinarian, but you have to love people. And uh, right. uh, uh, that, yeah. that's the that's the key. That's what that's what it's all about. And uh, right. uh, you know, going to work and when in the open concept, you're part of the whole process. So when the client comes in, you see them and you can greet them along with your right. staff. And it's, right. it's just that's that's just the greatest part of it. From the business point of view, I love solving problems and mm-hmm. uh, both both as far as the software side but also has figuring out ways to deliver care and how we choose a particular service to offer, whether it fits in certain parameters. And um, I love that solving problems to figure out ways to think outside of the box to deliver the care. Um, That's just very rewarding. That's wonderful. So I I can ask you the next question, Dr. Meisel. I mean, what are the company's plans for the future? I mean, if you can look into that crystal ball, you know, three years, five years down the road, I mean, where do you see uh, Petwell Clinic? Our our primary focus at the moment is just in terms of growth, and it's it's also one of our values. Right. And then as things come out with newer technologies with regards to pet care, we have to look at how can we deliver that product. You know, everything we look at um, we look at in terms of how it will affect the 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 line. You know, the the queue, right. the people in line, whether it right. takes too long, then that's something we shouldn't do. But sure. uh, there are going to be a lot of things coming on board in general in the industry, uh, you know, tele, telehealth, um, uh, different technologies that can uh, do diagnostics on the spot, and we, we, wow. have to, we have to look at that. But our primary focus is expansion, getting it out there. Uh, we're, uh, com- communities are enormously receptive to us when we come into town, so um, yeah. that's, that's the primary focus. That's fantastic. And, and how many pet well clinics are, are, are currently open, uh, uh, Dr. Meisler? And, and where are some of like the, the new locations opening? At the moment, we have uh, six open totally. 
Okay. Uh, four, four of mine in Knoxville. I have my, our first franchisee in North Knoxville, and then the Union, New Jersey one opened in May. Oh, wow. And they're off to a, a great start. <laughs> Better oh, that's start great. than I we had that in is. Knoxville, yeah. Knoxville yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then we have uh, a t- uh, two in Colorado, Colorado that will be opening in the next six months, uh, two in Florida. Uh, hopefully, it, it's looking like Manhattan is looking good and New Hampshire is looking yeah. good for the next six months as well. Um, and plans in, in the works, uh, uh, Pittsburgh as well. Um, we have two locations uh, that are in the uh, in the middle of the build-out process. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That is that's exciting. So from everything you've learned up to this point, Dr. Meisler, um, what advice would you give to – our listeners in their in their quest to buy a franchise, and I guess even more specifically, a, a clinic of their own. You know that I mean, there's there's so many franchise opportunities out there today, and we've learned over the, like the last 14 years that, you know, many people that listen to our show they know they want to get into franchising, but they they don't know where to begin. You know, so th- there's a little confusion there in the early stages. So from everything you've learned, what, what advice would you give to our listeners in the quest to buy a franchise, and even more specifically, their own clinic? Sure. Now, Marty, thank you for asking that question because I think it's so important to choose something, one, that you're passionate about, right. something that fits in with, with your interests. also has to be a good business model, but with us, it, yeah. it's all about values. So I think, you know, looking at any system, um, the, the values part is key. And I, don't, I know yeah. not all systems uh, are values-based, but we're heavily right. values-based, you know. So, right. Um, and in looking at the clinic, um, if they're passionate about it, we believe we have a really excellent business model. And if they're passionate about it, it I, I really feel good about the future for them. That's terrific. That's great. What, what's the best way, uh, Dr. Meiser, for our listeners to get more information um, on Petwell Clinic, of course, there's the franchise opportunity, but even even the service itself. Are there any like uh, numbers or websites you can kind of direct them to to uh, get more information? Yeah, the the best place to go to is uh, PetwellClinic.com, and then okay. you can, as far as franchising, you can uh, click on the the uh, franchising link there. Okay, um, and then we'll get we'll get in touch with you. That's fantastic. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Dr. Meisler, and I'd like to invite you back in the next you know, year or two as you, as you continue to grow, because I, I think this is an uh, interesting and great franchise concept. No, thank you, Marty. I'd love to be back, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Meisler. This has been my pleasure. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews.